Hello, bonjour, welcome back to the Northern Kid Podcast, your antidote to the busy modern world. Hey cool kids, thank you so much for tuning in with me today. In this episode, we will have a good friend of mine, her name is Stephanie Dofa, and let's call her Dofa. So she's my high school friend. I knew her from like 15 years ago, but please don't count my age. <laughs> and yeah, she's always been so kind, bubbly, and full of ideas, joyful, that sets of personalities, you know? That's her. But today, we will talk about depression and her journey with it. I know you guys might think, oh, it's classic, it's trending topic nowadays, it's popular topic, but it's because it's close to us, you know? Depression is near us. It's literally everywhere, right here, right now, just like other disease in our generation. And it could be within our circles. So, in this podcast, I would like to encourage all of us to learn more about mental health and mental issues. And let's listen to Dofa's story. Let's go. Hi, Dofa. Hi, Gita. Thank you for um, sharing with us, taking time to come and then talk to me. <laughs> no worries. It's really, I'm very excited actually to talk about this. Thank you for inviting. Thank you for Let, having me here. Let's start. So would you please, uh, would you mind to tell us your personal experience with depression itself? Sure, sure. I don't mind. Well, mm, it might be a little bit long though, but <laughs> let me just try to make it as short as possible. Yeah. No problem. Um, <laughs> I, actually, you know, like this thing in Bahasa, you have a proverb that says, uh, kenal dan sayang, gitu. mm-hmm. If you don't know it, you wouldn't, uh, if you don't know someone, you wouldn't love someone. If you don't know something, you wouldn't love something. Gitu. Yeah. So I think my, my journey with depression right now, I am already, uh, you know, like I'm not, I'm no longer um, fighting against my depression. I am now um, caring for my depression. Tapi mm. it is actually a really long journey. It is actually a really long journey. Kaya I, I first knew about my depression. I think like back then when I was still in Singapore, maybe in like 2016 or 2017, and like back then in Singapore, I was. You know, like, I didn't know the signs. I really didn't know because I was yeah. staying alone and then I was in a relationship that felt one-sided. So I thought it was just loneliness or like relationship problems, right? I didn't oh. know that it was something more something than else, that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know. But I knew that I often like pull myself away from people and I I do things to try to make myself happy. For example, I binge eat so much, I would just go out after work and then eat mm. alone and then spend like 20 dollars just at one sitting so that i feel yeah. better mm. and i will do that every single day and i will like roam around roam around the mall like just buying clothes you know like splurging trying to make myself feel better yeah like self-reward and yeah like self-reward mm-hmm. but it's it's not out of a feeling of reward it is out of relief you know like okay. i, I want to relieve myself from this stress or this unpleasant feeling that i have but i didn't know what it was mm-hmm. so eventually i went back to jakarta right i think in like 2018 or something and 
it was a lot of change, man. Like having to stay back with my parents again in our childhood home, and then like the childhood trauma all coming back. You know, like we all yeah. have that. Especially we Asians, we oh, have a lot of childhood trauma. <laughs> Familiar, one hundred. Familiar, yeah. yeah. Yes. Relatable. So it was really bad, lah. Like I, I, I found a lot of like the change from the culture shock was real and then like being home with my parents you know like having them constantly up my neck it's the intention is good the intention is good but i just felt like i lost um i lost completely my autonomy of my life yeah. and i felt like i was spiraling out of control and i think that was the the biggest sign of depression you feel like you're spiraling out of control and you're just spiraling downwards mm. you know Every single thing that you do is just like pulling you downwards, and you have no energy to do something else. And you just like, you just you know that you feel terrible, but you don't want to reach out to people because you fear that they wouldn't get it, or you know it's yeah. all in your, you know, yeah. these kind of things. So I think eventually, um, I I I I let it happen for a long time, like the depression, without realizing it. Until at one point, it really affects my personal relationship, my friendship, and my work, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes I would, you know, like sometimes when the anxiety kicks in, or like when I'm, like when I feel so paranoid about, you know, oh they must think that I'm so weird, they must think that I'm so terrible. I would just hide in the toilet for many hours. Mm. You know, it is that bad at times. Or sometimes I'll just go downstairs. Um, underneath my office, and then I would just drink alone and just be drunk because, like, I cannot stand feeling yeah. this terrible. Thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then eventually, kayak yaudah gitu, kayak stuff. You gotta do something about this because it's affecting the whole thing of your life. It's affecting mm. like your friendship with your mom and dad, your friendship with your friends, your relationship, your work. Then it's hands down. You gotta do something about that, right? Yeah, because and... yourself, there's something inside you that. You just can't control and it affecting everything like chain, right? Chain, right? Yeah, exactly. That's right. It's like it's a it's a chain effect, yeah. Mm-hmm. Domino effect, and Domino it's it's spiraling out of control. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. So eventually, I went to like this um, psychologist, and I remember when I got to the lobby. It's actually a Tanjung so it's very close to our 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 home. <laughs> oh, okay. Our hometown, yeah. yeah. Although it says Mediterranea, it's not in Mediterranea, guys. It's in Indonesia. It's in Jakarta. It's <laughs> cool name, though. Yeah. So I went there, and then I remember as soon as I got to the lobby, I was filling up like their guest list book, and I couldn't stop crying. And I was just like crying my eyes out, and I was just sitting down, and I was just crying and sobbing out of control. And then there was no one there. There was no one there. And then suddenly this lady came out, and she's like. Are you okay? Like, um, do you have an appointment yet and stuff yeah. like that? And she was very concerned. And she turns out to be uh my uh my counselor in the next few years after that. Oh. And yeah, she's very 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 nice lady. Like, her name is Ade, so I call her Chichi Ade, which is sister, sister brother. <laughs> you know what I mean? Big sis, big sis, younger sis. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite funny. But yeah, and then like. She so she she gave me a test lah. Basically, she asked me like, "What do you think you're facing? What do you think you're experiencing?" And then I told her, "I've read some things about depression, and I wonder if I have depression because of this, this, this." So she gave me a test, 
and basically i think this test is um available a lot in a lot of place online as well again this is not to say that you can diagnose yourself but you can understand the things that you should look out for right True. yeah right like, let's say if you have dengue if you have typhus you know that you're looking out for fever you're looking symptoms. for rashes mm -hmm. symptoms yes it doesn't yeah. mean that you should give yourself your cure it doesn't mean that you should get yourself your medicine but at least you know that something is wrong and mm -hmm. you know that there are these symptoms right True. so um one of the symptoms that one of the question that it gave me was do you feel like life uh do you feel like life is so heavy and the future is bleak and how long have you felt like this so um it turns out that for you to actually um be i want to say qualified but it sounds really bad but basically you gotta feel you gotta feel this um experience you gotta experience this thing for at least two weeks or more okay. that's when you might fall under um, the classification of having a depression so i fill in the test and then eventually the score came out and then i got um moderate depression or mild depression or something. Mm. and that's when i was like oh shit, man like this is a depression really you know like i it was completely new for me yeah right it was it was quite scary like I went home and then I, I found myself thinking like, do I really have depression? Does it mean that now I'm a depressed person? You know, like sometimes you wonder, but that's labeling, yeah. right? Mm. You're labeling, and, yeah, ourselves, yeah, yeah. And it runs subconsciously. Like you don't, you don't really think yourself as, oh, I'm someone with depression. You know, you only do that for good things. Oh, I'm someone who is now a citizen of America. Let's say you do that for positive things. But when it is a negative thing, you become fearful, but you have that labeling subconsciously inside yourself as well. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I found myself thinking like, yeah, so wait, what? So now I'm someone with depression? You know? And then I asked my counselor about it and I asked her, is that test result really accurate? Does it mean that I'm someone with depression? You know? yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then she asked me, why does it matter though like what what's what's why does it matter what's wrong about having a depression she asked me that yeah and i was like god damn lady you asked the right question that hit the spot <laughs> yeah that hits the spot exactly like i was like oh man that's true you know like at the end of the day you know it is just a sickness like what we talked about before it is as simple as you having a fever and when you have a fever you know that something is strong and there is a cure for that right mm. so a lot of times we don't realize that a lot of times we look at depression as full of shame something that's shameful you know mm. something that only happens because you're not grateful enough you know this and that yeah but really it's just, it's just a sickness it's just a sickness that has no shame attached to it there is mm -hmm. no shame attached to fever there is no shame attached to typhus there's no shame attached to COVID. even it's just a sickness yes it's just really sad there is shame attached to depression because there shouldn't be i think that's yeah that's my experience with depression long story short i think that was very long no <laughs> and I think I'm <laughs> every word to say that's that's your story and i believe a lot a lot of people is you know experiencing the same but they don't they don't know what they're they're feeling they're not sure that's why i think this will help people to actually acknowledge and then they want to go to see someone 
because as as you say it's something that needs to be done you know you can't yeah. just hide in your room and then think yeah. like what happened to me it's not it's not great right yeah yeah so it leads to my next question so when someone actually feel like I think something wrong with me other than just look for symptoms and go to psycholog or psychiatrist. What else do you think they should do? Mm, I think the first thing that I will tell them is that there is nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. There is just, it is just, um, it's not something wrong with you. You're not a terrible person for feeling all this. It's not only in your head. It's not because you're weak. It's not because of this and that. It's just purely the situation or the circumstances or your environment that made um, this to come up. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. So it is not something that is wrong with you. It's just, it is what it is. I would just say it is what it is, but it can be cured. And um, don't hesitate to, you know, like talk to people, but choose um, who you talk to, I guess. Because not a lot of nice. people... Hmm. Not a lot of people are familiar with this, mm. um, especially when you are in a state of confusion still, if you're still trying to understand, and then you talk to people who don't understand as well, it's just going to make it a little bit more complicated, right? More condemnation, yeah? yeah? Like, oh, maybe yes, to be grateful. Exactly. Or comparison, like, oh, you see your, your, your friend, he's still struggling, but then you're not grateful. Oh, I don't like to hear that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's the worst thing ever. And, you know, like, I always tell this to my friend, um, you know, like, let's say you have your, you have, let's say you you, you break one of your shoulder, right? It mm. is super painful, but you also see someone who got their legs chopped off, let's say, in a war. Yep. Their pain, their pain is bigger than yours, but it doesn't mean that you're not in pain, right? That's super, super, super true. Super fucking yeah, so because you reason. cannot compare, man. Yeah. yeah, exactly. If someone feels that there is something happening, um, um, don't don't blame yourself for it. Don't feel that there is something wrong with you. Just acknowledge that something needs, uh, that you need help. That there right. is help out. You need help. You need some. Um, recovery. You need some recovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very different orientation, right? If you feel there's like something wrong, if something is wrong with me. Maybe if you just like, oh, I need help. I need some professional advice. I need someone who understands and who has experienced this before. True. That is solution focused. It is not self berating. It is not self blaming, because people who are having depression, they tend to blame themselves and they tend to have a very cute view of themselves they always look at themselves oh, i'm so terrible this is all my fault you know mm-hmm. i am doing this myself it is only in my head they blame themselves all the time so don't just don't blame yourself it's yeah just, it's just what it is. yeah true oh it's very interesting because you know it's our major problem i think nowadays right so i want to ask you if someone tell a person you know like oh, I think I have this, you know, I feel like da-da-da-da-da-da-da. What do you think people can say or cannot say? Because sometimes we don't know how to react to people's story, right? 
when they say yeah. they I feel like I think I have depression we don't want to judge them right but what to say and what not to say what do you think mm. I think um, empathy is always the first thing that we should offer you know I and I actually posted this on my uh, Instagram few like in the first few posts I said that you know we as friends our role and our job is to offer compassion and care uh-huh. um, it is not our job to diagnose or to offer a course of treatment because that is for the professionals to do True. but for us we are friends so we are there to listen to them and to support them throughout the way so if if you hear someone say oh my god i think i'm depressed i mm. think something is really wrong right just like look them in the eye and just ask them like Um, why do you think so? Is there anything that I can help? I am. I'm here. I'm always all ears for you. I care about you. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of saying like, "Why are you self-diagnosing yourself?" or "Have you seen a psychiatrist?" You know, like those are very um, attack. Yeah, yeah. In a way, you can. Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel attacked just by yeah hearing that. Yeah, it's it's just like. The first time I told my mom that I went to a psychiatrist, you know what she said? Mm. She said you should have gone a long time ago. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, so that is not a compassionate thing to say, right? Mm. A compassionate thing to say is, "Well done. I am proud of you. Thank you for taking steps to take care of yourself." You know what I mean? So yeah, just just offer compassion, offer care. Don't say things like. Don't don't be a no. Don't be a know it all. Don't say like, oh, that's because of you're not grateful enough. You know, mm. there's a lot more people who suffer more than you, but they are going strong. Yeah, don't don't say all those things. It is already as tough as it is for them, without you telling them to toughen up. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in social media, right? Sometimes we just type whatever on our mind without we realize it's gonna hurt them more or not just be mindful about you know like we don't know a lot of things we don't know we know some things but we also don't know a lot of things so just be mindful when we want to give advice to people just mm. the the simplest the the safest way is just to offer care and compassion like, i'm so sorry you feel that way is there anything that can help you know mm-hmm. yeah And simply just be there, I guess, right? Even though the person doesn't want to tell you, just like, okay, I'll I'll just sit here and then tell me if you want to talk. Just be offer companionship. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. Yeah. I hope. Yeah, let's just practice that every day. You know, we can do mm. it. <laughs> we can do it. Yeah, bisa. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Do you wanna? Um, mm-hmm tell us anything more that we need to know like the world needs to know hmm. yes <laughs> uh, yes there is so uh-huh. anyways um, you know I told you about how it has been many many years for me struggling with depression right? like my journey with depression has been a really long one and you know like there was even one time when you know like I was in a really, really dark place, and then tried to take my own life, and like I just, it was the, mm. it was the lowest point of my life, you know. And then like, um, actually, like even until even from that day, 
um, you know, there is still this struggle every now and then, you know, against depression and against all of the negative uh, lies that depression tell me in my head. But um, I think the eye-opening moment was when, I think like a month ago, one of my friends texted me and then it turns out that one of our friends um, mm. from Philippines has passed away because of depression. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, it's, you know, this is the whole reason why I like shave my head and, you know, like having the, having the, uh, the personal project because I think, you know, like people just don't realize how deadly depression is, you know? Yeah. Like people just don't realize it. Like it is, it, if it goes untreated, People will die from it. Yeah, and it's it's, die, it's killing people. Yeah, exactly. Like when people die from depression, they, yes, they take their own life, but it is not out of um, logical reasoning. It's not out of a conscious reasoning. It is out of desperation. Mm. You know, it is out of desperation to end the suffering because it is so bad. You know, mm. and it is. It is as absurd as when you hurt someone uh, who take their own life because of dengue, let's say, or because of cancer. But yeah. you know that there's treatment for it. And they mm. just didn't realize that there's treatment for it. They just feel so in despair and so hopeless that they chose to end their life, not out of choice, but out of desperation. Mm. And I think that's what I want people to know, which is that if depression goes untreated, you can die from it. Your loved one, they can die from it. And once it happens, it is a life full of legacy that get left behind that will not yeah. continue. You know, it's, yeah, it is just, it's such a shame. Just don't let it happen to anyone, to yourself, mm. to your loved ones. Just don't let it happen. It is absurd. Just, yeah. Yeah, I remember, Dov, actually, guys, um, we were high school friends, right? And I yeah. I like to sit next to you when I first in class, um, class 1-4. <laughs> so one day I remember that you broke up with your ex-boyfriend, uh, Bobby. Yes. Yes, I remember it hits you pretty hard and you kind of carve your hands. And then do you still have the scar? <laughs> no. No more. Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness, no. <laughs> yeah, I remember that you did that. And I was shocked because I wouldn't do that, right? But I could imagine the pain that you had that time as a teenager, you know, like maybe first broke up. I don't know. I could see that people handling pain differently, right? Yeah. For me, that time, I've never had a boyfriend and then I never broke up. So I don't know what the feelings. But mm. I remember I just told you and I'm kind of proud of myself of telling you, hey, if you need to talk, I'm here. And I just sit and you just like nodding and then crying. And that's like mm -hmm. the moment I cannot forget because I'm pretty proud of myself that, oh, I think I, I, think I was a good friend, you know. Mm. But, but yeah, I hope the scar is gone in your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> scar is gone. Scar is yeah. gone. But Bye, Bobby. <laughs> Bye, Bobby. Oh, my God. 
so funny thinking about that. Yeah. But but thank you though. I mean, yes, you're right. You were a good friend. You know. Just, oh. Thank you. I tried. Yeah, you didn't you didn't understand what it felt like but it didn't stop you from being there for me right yeah and you were just sitting there and just telling me you know like anytime anytime i want to talk you know you you're there i mean like that yeah. is the essence of being a good friend is all about and you were a good friend you are still a good friend i did a silly thing i opened uh that time is still blackberry phone remember and i opened uh, agnes monica's song to you <laughs> do you remember that <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still remember because that was silly, and I've been thinking like, oh, did I did silly things to her? You know, I was <laughs> sad right in class, and I opened my MP3, MP3 application, and I was like, Dofa, listen to this Agnes Monica song, you will feel better. <laughs> 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 oh, <yeah>. <laughs> 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 I was so silly, man. I mean, like how fifteen years old kid can understand that? For me, that time, right? <laughs> that is yeah. so funny. Well, that's a lot of diamonds, a lot of gems that you shared. I think it will help people when they listen and then they think, "Oh, it's really thing to know that you're not alone," right? Yeah. Definitely. No one like it, it. Depression. It really feels like a personal battle, and it is a personal battle. Mm-hmm. You are alone, but you are not alone because other people don't understand, but they are rooting for you as well. Yeah. 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 Like if people got cancer and then got chemotherapy, you could tell like maybe they lose their hair and they get a bit paler and stuff, and people can tell oh maybe she's or he's sick, right? But with depression, yeah. it's unseen. Sometimes you can just yeah. be cheer, cheerful, joyful, but inside, you never know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing with us, Tofa. Thank you for listening and thank you for inviting. It's such a... Apa ngomongnya? It's such a... <laughs> tersanjung, gitu. <laughs> no it's such a... Pleasure, pleasure to be able to share the story with you and your friends. I respect that you are open about it and you speak up and you also create awareness about it on your social media. So you guys follow her. Brutal.biscuit. Yes, at Brutal.biscuit. Good yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Add it up.